Welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Cork, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. Today, we're going to be talking about gut health, and I'm super, super excited to share this with you because I feel like a lot of people struggle with gut issues, and they just think that it's the norm. It's nothing like not a big deal. They don't notice all of these little red flags of poor gut health, and they also don't understand that there's a lot that we can do to feel a lot better. And as you may have noticed, our gut and how we're feeling and our digestion has a massive, massive impact on how we feel and our mood. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. So I wanted to share today's topic because there are a lot of different things that are kind of these, as I said, signs and symptoms that are related to poor gut health that a lot of people don't realize. And so they struggle with all of these issues on a regular basis. And of course, like it bleeds into so many different aspects of our health and of our fitness and of our quality of life. And oftentimes we try to address one thing or we are thinking that it is something else when actually it is the root cause of it comes down to the gut. And there are a lot of things you'd be surprised, right? Like even a lot of hormonal imbalances often are like, from certain poor gut health issues, right? They're a result of the root cause is actually poor gut health. Also, a lot of even like autoimmune disorders, right? Oftentimes, there is a gut component to it, a stress component and gut component. And then so these things that end up becoming these bigger issues down the line are actually often rooted from poor gut health. And so if we can start listening to the body and noticing these little red flags and this feedback from the body, we can do something to address it um, before it ends up kind of spiraling or snowballing into a bigger issue. So of course, to some common, common like kind of digestive issues or poor gut health red flags is obviously the most common kind of like bloating and gas and cramps right? That's what a lot of people think of. There's also, if we're noticing changes with our bowel movements, right? If we're either dealing with constipation or loose bowels and diarrhea. So this is another huge red flag of poor gut health, right? Like you should have healthy bowel movements every single day, ideally multiple times a day, right? And not too much, right? Not too loose. Um, Because again, this can also have bigger issues as well. And this can be signs and symptoms that your gut is actually needing some support. So you'd be surprised. And again, too, like I'm a registered holistic nutritionist. So I always get this, have these conversations with my clients too. And they're always like, oh, is this like TMI? And it's like, no, right? Our digestion, our bowel movements are an important, important part of our health, right? We, We can learn a lot about our gut through that. And the thing is, it is kind of TMI for some people. And this is again, where a lot of people don't actually want to talk about it with their doctors. They don't want to share different things. They don't want to look into things. They don't want to talk about different things. The same thing comes through for women for like their menstrual cycle and their period, right? A lot of times we feel like certain things with our digestion or with our periods are kind of something to like keep to ourselves when they can again. And so again, we don't talk about things. We don't learn about things that much in school, right? It's not part of our education system and many other things that I'm not going to go into. But again, like 
we can be struggling with these things and we just ignore it and ignore it because it's TMI. It's too much information, right? It's too personal or anything like that. But again, like if you are struggling with your gut health, this is something to talk to somebody about, talk to an expert about, go to your doctor about, figure things out. Because again, like I said, it can be a sign of poor gut health and it can go into other issues. And even like when it comes to our bowel movements, I'm going to go like constipation. You'd be surprised. Like a lot of people are living their life freaking backed up as fuck. (laughs) And it's like, you are affecting your hormone detox. You're affecting your ability to detox toxins, right? If you are constipated constantly, then you're also going to uptake and reabsorb a lot of those toxins that are required to actually be eliminated from the body. And so again, this can spiral into issues with detoxes can spiral into issues with an overburdened liver or even hormonal imbalances. So again, pay attention to these things. And then also vice versa, like diarrhea, loose bowel movement. Sometimes this is actually in relation to possible food sensitivities or your body's actually like having issues with something and wanting to flush it out. And so you're going to have issues with that too. And so again, a lot of people will be suffering from for example, IBS, right? How many people have been diagnosed IBS and it's irritable bowel syndrome? It doesn't really give you much information about what's actually wrong. It's just being like, hey, you have irritable bowels and don't know what to do about it pretty much. This is a blanket statement term. And I've gone into this before, so I'm not going to dive into it again on this episode. But um, that being said, right? Like, we can be struggling with these things. And it's like, we don't actually know like why. And if we dig deeper and we try to figure out what the root causes, we can actually address that. We can help the body get back in balance. We can optimize our digestion. We can optimize our absorption and we can optimize our elimination. And therefore too, it affects the entire body and it influences everything. And then we can feel a lot better. So of course, bloating, gas, cramps, constipation, loose bowels, diarrhea, uh, those types of things are probably kind of the most common when people think of poor gut health, most common symptoms. Now, other things too, heartburn, right? Acid reflux. Those are as well signs of potentially poor gut health or poor digestion. And of course, poor digestion will affect your gut. So pay attention to these things. If it's a chronic issue, then really kind of work to address it and figure out how you can support the gut. Other things too that people don't realize, right? So these are some not so common issues, but headaches, migraines, even brain fog, right? People think it has to do more so with the mind and the head and the brain and all of these things, but they can actually be rooted to the gut. It can actually be resulted of possible food sensitivities or intolerances. It could also be that you're dealing with a lot of systemic inflammation coming from the gut primarily, right? And then it's creating these other issues. Also skin problems. If you're having a lot of breakouts, if you're having a lot of rashes, psoriasis, eczema, these certain issues, these related to the skin can actually be rooted from the gut. And so really digging into your your gut health if you're dealing with these things on a regular basis. And then of course, when I first started, I also shared a little bit about autoimmune disorders, right? A lot of people think it's an immune issue. And yes, it is an immune issue, but oftentimes there is a gut component that is actually causing that body to start to causing this immune autoimmune disorder to show up for us. And so there's a lot of studies that have shown as well that there is this correlation from gut health or poor gut health and having an autoimmune disorder. 
So the root cause can potentially be actually due to the gut. So really digging into this. And this is again, where if we address these certain things beforehand, we can hopefully reduce the risk, I guess you can call it, of having these issues come up. Other things that could also be related to poor gut health too is going to be fatigue. I've also talked about like inflammation, right? Um, joint pain can be re- like exasperated and um, a result from poor gut health too. A lot of respiratory issues can be also like the symptoms can be a lot worse if we're also dealing with poor gut health, right? So like asthma, respiratory issues. Um, and then of course too, there's that huge correlation between our gut and our mood, right? That gut brain access, right? The body, the brain and the gut communicate the great brain or the gut is known as like even our second brain, right? And so a lot of times these mood disorders or even depression, anxiety can be really exasperated from having poor gut health. And you can notice these symptoms end up becoming worse if you are dealing with chronic gut issues. And that being said, right? They can also get better if we rebalance the gut and we focus on our gut health. So as you can see, like our your gut can impact all body systems. It's not just one thing. And it can, if left unaddressed for a prolonged period of time, it can result in these other issues because the body is extremely interconnected and complex, right? All of these systems are constantly communicating. And one thing ends up affecting another thing and affecting another thing, especially if you brush it under the rug. So one of the things that I'm going to encourage you to start doing, which I encourage all of my clients, like with one of the big things that we do with all of our clients is really helping them to start listening to their body better, right? So we have certain biomarkers and certain like points of feedback that the body can give us that we can start listening to and paying attention to. And like, Yes, there's going to be experts out there. There's people that are very well educated. There's a ton of professionals and a ton of people out there that have a ton of experience when it comes to the body and health and so forth. But no one will know your body as well as you. But unfortunately, a lot of times people become very disconnected from their body. They don't understand how to listen and pay attention to the feedback that it gives. And so when we can start to learn, and again, one of the big things that is I'm super passionate about is actually empowering people to start becoming more connected with their body, start listening, start paying attention to these things. And so pay attention to your digestion, pay attention to your bloating, pay attention to your energy levels, your strength, your mood, your quality of sleep. If you're dealing with any headaches or migraines, how you feel after meals, how you feel when you first wake up and when you go to bed, all of these things are going to help you be able to A, be a lot more connected with your body and also B, be able to pick up on certain things and know when it's needing some support. And when we can pair that with the knowledge of, okay, when I'm feeling like this, And when my body is feeling like this, what can I do about it? How can I support it? That's where we can feel good every single day moving forward. And when we know what what to provide your body, how to support it, what adjustments we can make with our nutrition, our lifestyle, our stress management, right? Like all of these different things, then we can make sure that we feel good every single day. 
And that's what Nixon Nutrition is all about. We're always all about just empowering people, helping them learn, providing that knowledge and that information, and also getting them more in tune with their body. So your gut health, if you are struggling with certain things, pay attention, pay attention to bloating, pay attention to your energy levels, pay attention to cravings and hunger and how you feel and your bowel movements. And the more we can pay attention to this and do these little self-reflections continuously throughout the day, the more we can learn our body too. And we can pick up on certain things and we can pinpoint things and be like, okay, this is where I'm struggling. This is where I need support. And now wrapping up today's conversation, I am going to leave you with a recommendation (laughs) or a little bit of homework, something that you can do at home for yourself that can really, really help you pinpoint certain things. Because again, I know that it can be hard starting to get your mind thinking about these things and picking these things up, especially if you have a busy lifestyle, especially if you have a demanding career or like a home life, right? And you're always on the go. It can be really difficult to remember what you had yesterday and how you felt after meals or how you felt throughout the day because you're just so caught up with the day. So one of the things that I do recommend is doing a little bit of what I call a food and mood journal. And this is a little bit different than like a food diary or food tracking, right? Which some people do where they track like, okay, this is what I ate. This is how much I ate. This is the macros or the calories or anything like that. Food and mood journal is a little bit different where it's not just putting down like the types of foods you're having and the meals you're having, but it's doing that little self-reflection and checking in with yourself and asking yourself like, how do I feel right now? Am I super bloated? Am I tired? Is my energy good? Do I feel good? Do I feel energized? Do I feel comfortable? Am I still hungry? Am I satiated? Right? You could also ask, like if you like ask yourself too, like if you're noticing certain other symptoms, right? Like, do I have a headache right now? Am I dealing with hot flashes right now? Do I have cramps right now? Asking these questions and doing this little bit of self-reflection can help you really kind of pinpoint how you feel about certain foods and after certain meals too. And so this is kind of like, this is something that I usually recommend for people who are trying to identify possible food sensitivities and intolerances. But again, I do recommend it for most people, just even doing it for a few days or even a week, ideally a week, right? So you can get a lot of that kind of information. But you can really pinpoint patterns and you can learn about your mood around certain foods and certain meals. And it gives you a lot of feedback too, because a lot of times like we can be struggling. And I've seen this happen where somebody is struggling with headaches and migraines all the time. And they're like, man, I'm always struggling with headaches and migraines, always struggling with headaches and migraines. And they can't figure out why. And finally, they they do this little exercise and they notice it's every morning after they had a glass of wine the the night before. And when they remove that, their headaches and their migraines go away. And so there are certain things that we just don't even pay attention because we're not in that state. We're not asking ourselves the right questions and doing those self-reflections. And so sometimes journaling 
lot of any different form of journaling and stuff. You can do this in many different ways, but actually writing things down and journaling and doing those self and forcing yourself to do those self reflections, it can be really helpful to a get your thoughts on paper so it's easier to remember the next day, but it's also creating that that habit and that thought pattern to be like have that kind of self reflection and be able to write things down. And so we can learn a lot about our body this way, and especially seeing how certain foods and meals make us feel. And this, again, can help us pinpoint certain food sensitivities, certain intolerances, like if our body's having issues digesting certain foods. And then with that, right, we have that information. And now we can do something to be like, hey, how can we support our body with this? And then we can feel a lot better. That is all I wanted to share today because, again, I feel like a lot of gut issues are common, (laughs) but we need to remember they're not normal. And when we can actually get our gut functioning as it should and our body digesting and absorbing and eliminating optimally, life gets a lot better, right? We get better energy. We don't struggle with nutrient deficiencies. We don't feel so weighed down, so inflamed. We don't also have all of these other issues and signs and symptoms and red flags. So pay attention to your body. Listen to your body. Pay attention to these gut issues, these signs of an unhealthy gut. And if you're noticing common patterns with certain issues, then really dig a little bit deeper and see where you can support your body and support your gut. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps the podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Park. Until next time.